Shall we read a poem from A Light in the Attic? Hello, all, and welcome to Shall We Read a Poem? I'm Russ. And I'm Lauren. Do you have one of, is that one of those four legged stools in the background that is oh, complete? That's completely useless. I love those stools so much. Stand on them and die. <laughs> yep. Those are my fucking favorite stools. It's, it's so flimsy. It's left over from a former housemate. I, I like shopped for one of those, but I couldn't find one that was satisfactory. One that was perilous enough, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. It felt like they were ubiquitous in Japan. Like they mm. were everywhere. But I ended up one with, with one that was like actually useful. Like you can you could fold it up and mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the base and imagine this on a stool. The base is wider than the top. You can go get fucked. Safety. Yeah, this one's particularly poorly made. <laughs> How much weight can it bear? Don't ask that question. I don't Blunt like sitting on it. Plant. <laughs> It's like the Victorian homes where you have the table that uh, that is only made to contain one vase, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's it's, my beverage for this evening. It says nude pink lemonade. It is in a can. I am just drinking water. I don't have any fancy drinks on me right now. In fact, I don't think I have any alcohol that I would consume in the house at the moment. Hard seltzer. In the house? is uh, Were you put under a curse by a witch where you're not no. allowed? No, I just don't like beer. So there might be beer in the house. Oh, yes. No, you're not a fan of beer, are you? Mm-mm. Well, this is a hard seltzer, I think. Hmm. Carbonated water, vodka, lemon flavor, citric acid. Yep, that's All right. It. Yeah. I, I always like uh, the the uh, alcoholic sparkling waters at first, but the uh, often like the citric acid or whatever kind of gives my stomach a bit of a of an upset. Bit of a tumble? Yes, a bit of a tumble. Well, I was surprised how well our submarine episode aired, because in the interim, there was such a discussion on the nature of humor and what it means to laugh at the death of another human being, and they're not human beings, they're billionaires, they can go and fuck themselves, and I I was like, oh shit, we recorded that on Wednesday, now it's Friday and they're dead, what am I going to do, and then I edited it, and I was like, no, I'm not going to walk any of that back, that was all, that was all solid. Yeah, and in the end, they had the quick death that, that was like, well, that could have... We predicted. Yeah, well, it was the best case scenario for them. Squished into mustard, and no one will bemoan their loss. Yeah, they keep talking about recovering the bodies, and I'm like, what? How? What bodies? What bodies? And to give you an idea, to anyone out there who is still like, you should never be happy about a death, Russ, let's remember that that one fucker's stepson immediately started spending his fortune. The day he was declared missing, it's like, I got front row seats to Blink-182. Yeah, I apparently, I mean, I assume from the stepson's reaction that that guy was a dick. If only there was something we could learn from this. Well... How are you, Lauren? Uh, I've had a rough time. Oh, no. Here we are laughing about billionaire deaths. and Yeah, and I'm having those. a hard time because, you know, I work for a nonprofit, which is, you know, for nonprofits everywhere, you know, they aren't getting as many donations. So everybody's struggling and we're all doing more with less staff. And so I'm tired from that. And then, well, let's read the poem and then I'll jump into it. Awesome possum. What are you reading? I'm reading Hot Dog. Oh my god, okay. 
I have a hot dog for a pet. The only kind my folks would let me get. He does smell sort of bad, and yet, he absolutely never gets the sofa wet. We have a butcher for a vet, the strangest vet you've ever met. Guess we're the weirdest family yet to have a hot dog for a pet. And the image is uh, a boy in, like, I think footed pajamas. It looks like it's only one piece. He's looking behind him, side-eyed, looking very unhappy. And on a long, long, long leash is a hot dog with a little beady eye. I didn't even have to look that up. I can like I can picture that when it was he's just dragging this hot dog yeah. down the street. Yeah. I love that Shell put an eye on it. I mean to humanize it. Of course. But the, the To make bo- us to make us feel pain. Make us feel said bad for the hot dog for being so scorned. Well why? Uh, because because animals and <laughs> <laughs> Of uh, which hot dogs are lips and uh, not, anuses mostly. Uh, parts of animals. Because um, dealing with cats has been is hard. <laughs> with the, when you have to deal with as many cats as I have to deal with. Oh, so- you got some like surprise shipment or something. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Details. Spill some tea. Okay, so we are everywhere is at capacity because since COVID happened, well, during COVID, all the low-cost spay and neuters shut down. And so the problem has been getting worse and worse every year since 2020. Because once you have that start of exponential growth, it's hard to get it back to a manageable level. And this year, we are on the third year of there not being enough spay and neuter efforts. And what I was saying about nonprofits, like, struggling, I think also goes for these nonprofits because they are cutting, a lot of them are cutting back on the resources or charging more money. And so everybody's trying to do more with less. And uh, everybody else in the group was full last night, so the Cat Trapper brought a feral mom and a set of kittens to me at like 11 p.m. last night and I was so fucking tired that I brought the cats down and I was putting the feral mom in my smaller kennel which is harder to maneuver around and I startled her and she ran and to my horror I turned around and I was so exhausted I had forgotten to close the door to the basement so now I have these tiny little kittens that until this point have never eaten food. They've only been nursing. And I have a feral mama cat lost out in the world. Like this, she's far away from, this is the worst possible outcome for her. She's not getting fixed. She's not with her colony. So what I have to try to do is to bait a trap with her kittens and try to trap her that way. And so (laughs) I did not sleep well last night because I was, not only did the kitten stuff go really late, but this morning someone asked me to take a look at some kittens she was worried about at 7.30 a.m. and then couldn't make it at 7.30 a.m. so I could have slept in. And I was up all night anxious listening to the sound of a trap dropping so I would know that they'd gotten the mama cat, which never happened. Well, we did catch a cat today. It was Minerva. (laughs) <laughs> it, the trap wasn't even baited 
So Minerva was just like, what's this long tube? And went in and set off the trap. She's just dumb. (laughs) It's not the dumbest cat, but she is very curious. Damn. Yeah, I'm really tired. And so today has been me trying to... So I already have four kittens that are sick, and they haven't been getting better, so I finally decided to put them on the strong drugs, and they're immediately starting to to clear up, but the strong drugs are... Harder to administer because apparently if you don't give them water afterward, it can burn their throat. Doxycycline. Uh, So I have to not only get the medicine in their mouth, which they don't want, then I have to quickly load them up with a lot of water to wash it down. So these drugs are not fun to administer, but they're working pretty much immediately. And also I had these kittens who don't know how to eat food. And don't know how to use the bathroom. And I have very little experience with kittens this young. You mentioned today that there was one that just immediately went for yeah. the steak with a uh, fork and knife. Yeah. So they... He, uh... he, he bypassed bottles. He bypassed <laughs> baby food. He bypassed cereal. Like, you know, when you soak the Count Chocula yep. and it gets nope. really she went, mushy. She went straight no, to No, he kibble. was like, I will have the beef wellington. Beef. Yes. She went straight to the yummy kibble. Um, and actually, uh, my roommate has gotten all of them to eat churu. So we're going to be okay. That mom is gone. <sighs> Yeah, I fucked up. She is not coming back. No, there is no net gain or loss here. It's just back to status quo. The mom that had babies had babies, and now she's back out in the world, and those babies are going to be fine. They'll be picked up by somebody. And also be adorable along the way. Yeah, these kittens are... (sighs) So many kittens are dying. And, like, the group that I have, they're from this RV... uh, place like rv repair or repair sales place that is a trash dump and when the trappers were there they were like all these just beds and litters of dead kittens everywhere and uh, the ones a lot of the ones that have gone into rescue have died and so it's like it's been a really depressing and difficult year doing this kind of volunteer stuff i've been burned out kind of no I mean, in what world would anyone blame you if you're like, I'm going to take a break from this? No one. But, you know, that does mean that, like, these critters will die if I, if I, don't, if I do that. I mean, they would die if we weren't intervening. But uh, if we intervene, they might not die. And if I stop, they will die. And, I mean, that's the thing you have to do sometimes for your own mental health is just step back and be like, well, they're going to die and I need a break. I feel like I should ask a very important question. Are Hmm. we podcasting, problem solving, or venting? Venting. Okay, good. Then I will keep responding in comedic ways and not problem solve. Yeah, no. The the solution I have come to at this moment is I'm not doing committing to saying yes to fuck all until uh, I'm over with this four-day weekend and then I will reassess. So... I am I have I'm doing what I'm doing. I will not do a goddamn thing more. <laughs> and then at the at the end of the 4-day weekend I will reassess what's going on. Not a bad decision. Yeah. Are you blowing off any of your fingers for 4th of July? Nah, I think I just I mean, the thing is I just want quiet. The kittens have been screaming and screaming and screaming and 4th of July is a great time to get some quiet. I can't imagine Portland does anything for 4th of July. They do. 
they have fireworks and actually a lot of people they have fireworks oh my god people set off a lot of fireworks in portland it's illegal yeah. uh, like all consumer fireworks are illegal in portland but they do it anyway they get them from washington stop any oh is that so Considering that fireworks cause like giant forest fires in this area, I heartily support constantly. Yeah, I heartily support like, the banning of them. Uh, all of the wildfires in Portland so far this year have been man-made. Yeah. Ah. So a hot dog pet is disgusting, but uh, it sounds kind of appealing right now. <laughs> Actually, no, no, just no pets. If I've, there's a hot dog for a pet, just no pets. I, I definitely, I remember this just thinking about the smell and dampness and like the amount of lint a wet hot dog you were dragging around would pick up. See, I thought we were going to talk about sausages and I was very excited. Oh, well, why don't we talk about sausages, Russ? I mean, there's well, no We can turn this to, into a because... sausage fest. <laughs> a sausage fest worth... With two hosts, come, <laughs> the average penis here is 0.5. <laughs> well, why don't you, I was about to say, why don't you tell me about your sausage? And then I was like, wait, why no, don't I talk about the, the I'm tired. <laughs> I am going to ask you hmm. to associate a country with a food. Okay. And if I say India, you might say. The curry? curry? That's exactly what I would say. Curry. Curry's delicious. But of course, Everyone I'd also say curry for a number of other countries, too. It tastes good. It smells good. It mm-hmm. is a, a fantastic, delicious food. If I were to say France, you might say... Cheese? Oh, and what kind of cheeses have come out of France? They are gorgeous. They're brilliant. Wine, escargot... Like in and French cuisine is trash foods, but they made them delicious. It's like they took these. We have offal and we have snails, and we and we're gonna cook them in butter and turn them into fucking delicacies. And then I say America and hamburgers. Me, two things. The number one is hamburgers. What's number two? Hot dogs. Hot dogs and hamburgers are an art form. You can make a very delicious hamburger with any number of options. And so be you vegan, be you vegetarian. It's like, Mm -hmm. here's a hamburger that's made from beans and we can make it taste really simple. But then you get to the hot dog and no matter what medium you bring it to, it is trash (laughs) 100% of the time. And to, to this day, you go to Costco What's the deal? It's a dollar fifty hot dog and a soda. It still is. Yeah, inflation. Yeah, fifty percent over the last five years. The housing market is collapsing. You can't buy a house unless you have seventeen million dollars to your name. The inflation is runaway. It will never slow down again. But at Costco, that hot dog, that trash food that lives in your nightmares, is still a dollar fifty, and you get to consume a little coke with it. I think I'm going to get a Costco membership because my stove broke and I hear you can get appliances cheaper at Costco. Costco they'll install them and shit. To everyone out there who is using it as such and complaining about it, Costco is a warehouse. It's not a grocery store. You're like, I couldn't find eggs at Costco. Yes, you could, you lying sack of shit. But you could only find 144 eggs. <laughs> and that's intentional. Working as intended. 
drop that shit in a freezer and live for the rest of your life. Yeah, I've also always wanted a, a freezer chest too because I do tend to get a lot of frozen things all at once. And I also like, you know, freezing fruit when it's fruit time o'clock. Well, know. guess what you can get at Costco? Oh, you're right. I could if I wanted, yeah. The fruit and the freezer and also the man to bring it home. <laughs> yeah, I am excited to have a new stove. So my stove, somebody who used to live here dropped a glass thing on the glass top of my stove. So it cracked. Fuck. And then it just, the cracking kept increasing, increasing, increasing. And now there is like a glass hole in my stove. And I'm like, yep, I cannot put this off any longer. Can we park for seven seconds on glass hole? <laughs> <laughs> like, that sounds like a gay slur. <laughs> glass hole. Maybe it's like the the a version of vagi- vagina dentata, but for those who don't have vaginas. Yeah, but for, and in the other direction where it's like, but like vagina dentata, that's commanding. It's mm-hmm. like like she's gonna bite your dick off. Mm-hmm. That's there's power there. Glass hole sounds like it's a bottom, but it's an unwilling bottom, <laughs> oh, and no. you thrust twice, and that shit's gone. Oh no! Also, it left splinters. <laughs> Yeah, so it's not great to cook on, as you can imagine. <laughs> I love that you just plowed off this, like, and here's what I was talking about, and, you know, all that imagery you just conjured was a uh, fuck. <laughs> well, you don't want to, you don't want to cook on a sharp anus either. I don't want to cook on a man's asshole. No, or anybody's really. I mean, what could you make? A soft-boiled egg, maybe? Given yeah. enough time. <laughs> Eggs cook great at 99 degrees, right? Uh, There's no botulism danger there. Uh, salmonella, probably. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. What lives in eggs? Everything. Well, not if... Uh, Some not new if prion you- disease. <laughs> Well, that would be horrible. I, I made stir fry with a... Uh, this is not that podcast. What am I doing? <laughs> of the crop of kittens right now, who is going to beat the odds and become someone's new little lap pet? Oh, so of the older kittens that I have, one of them is, unlike the others, they're mostly cow kittens and like a black kitten. And then there's this like fluff ball. And she's not the friendliest, but once you touch her, she melts. And when she's sleeping in, like, her hammock or whatever, she kind of sleeps halfway out. And I think she's kind of floppy and is going to make a little great lap cat. Maybe she's, like, part uh, ragdoll or something. I feel like the evolution, the natural evolution of this podcast is we slowly cats. morph into cats, a cat cats, cats, podcast. Cats, 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 cats. And, and you're the straight man and I'm the foil. <laughs> And who knows nothing about cats. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about cats all the time. They're just ruining my life. No, but the thing is, we can turn like it. You don't have to talk about cats all the time. How much do we talk about poems? And we're a poem podcast. Mm. Like, yeah. all, we just talk about bullshit that is vaguely related to the topic we introduced. Yeah. How like life. <sighs> just gonna throw in tangential I've, I've, ideas I've and never maybe been, something will stick i've never been good at 
uh, like analyzing poetry. I mean, I guess I could do it in like a high school level, but when I got to grad school and I was expected to do that shit, I just crashed and burned real hard. I'm going to deliver a line that is mm. 100% true. Mm. Maybe we'll fade on this. Maybe this will be the, the uplifting thought. Mm. I met a grad professor who told me I argued like an undergrad. And then I fucked her. Ha 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 ha!